Okay, welcome to another episode of This Engineering Life. I am Becky Simmons, an Associate Professor of the Practice in Mechanical Engineering and Material Science at Duke University, and I'm joined with Raina, Sydney, and Richard. And Priya is under the weather today, unfortunately. Seems to be what's happening at Duke. Yeah, going around. End of tenting season. (laughs) And it is the spring 2023 semester, and we're just getting started. We had a a great winter break, and we're doing our, we're continuing the tradition of reading a book. Everyone on this Engineering Life, all the hosts, read a book over winter break. So we're going to catch up, see what we've done over winter break, and discuss our book, whether we recommend it to you all or not. Uh... Do you all want to do quick intros and say what you did over winter break? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm Raina. I'm a junior studying mechanical engineering. My winter break was nice. I just got to go home, spend some time at home doing nothing. I went to New York for New Year's Eve and then spent some time with my family. And home is near D.C., right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I was in D.C. a lot. I'm from, like, Annapolis, Maryland. So we were bouncing around sightseeing a little bit, too, which was fun. Great. And Sydney? Yeah. Hi, I'm Sydney. I'm a senior, so last semester. Yeah, so sad. Uh, very sad. Um, I'm uh, studying electrical engineering and computer science. And over my winter break, I just watched a ton, a ton of Netflix <laughs> um, and slept a lot. And then, um, yeah, I was just relaxing. I think it was much needed um, break from the semester, and it was nice to hang out with family. I'm from upstate New York, so that's where I was for the whole break. Yes, because you had a fall break full of all classes and yeah. applying to grad yeah. schools and all these applications and things. Yes. So thank you, Dr. Simmons, for helping me with that. <laughs> it was a long journey, but um, it's going to be over soon. I'm an interview process now. So I'll let you know at the end of the semester yes. where I end up next. <laughs> and, and before we get to Richard, what was what is your Netflix recommendation after watching? Oh, oh, yeah. That's a good one. I... Okay, <laughs> there's a lot of different shows. I really like Money Heist, though, um, which oh, is on Netflix. That's a good one. It's yeah. really good. It's like um, this, I don't really know how to describe it in short terms, but it's uh, in Spain, I believe, right? And they're like robbing a bank or museum, um, something to that effect. And it's really good. It's also in Spanish, so you can put English subtitles if you want, but I just think it's really interesting and just a lot of excitement in every episode leaves you with like a cliffhanger so definitely recommend a good one to binge on right yes, yes. exactly good. exactly and richard hi my name is richard i am a sophomore uh, majoring in mechanical engineering and i think during this break well the first half of it was really exciting i went to new york went to upstate and uh snowboarded oh, it was like good. my first time snowboarding in like seven years it was a blast nice um my friends were really good at it though so like <laughs> the first uh, course i went down on was like a black diamond and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but yeah, uh, visited some family in New York, and afterwards I just stayed home and really just like got a lot of rest. Also binged a lot of Netflix. My favorite was Glass Onion. Oh right, um, that was yes. a really good one. I need yes. to finish that. I started it and then fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> Independent of the movie, I was okay. just really tired. I was say, was so <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I had to finish that one. Also, we got some TV wrecks, and like you said, Priya's not here, but she'll be joining us for the rest of the the season. Okay, so we read When the Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing by Daniel Pink, which I had read before and really enjoyed. What did you all think? I thought it was really good. It was a different setup than I was kind of expecting, but it's really interesting. When you read about it, it describes it as a ton of like research studies and case studies, which looks kind of like, oh gosh, like more school reading. 
But the way that he narrates the entire novel, it just like keeps you on your toes. It's like witty. He's funny and it's really interesting. And he pulls in all these little anecdotes from like UNC basketball to like (laughs) so all of these things. And it's really there's something in there for everyone for sure. That's great. Cindy, what did you think? Yeah, definitely agree. Um, It was not like a research paper, (laughs) which I appreciate. (laughs) I think my favorite part was just like realizing that what I was experiencing like throughout the day maybe was normal and a reflection of what they're finding in studies of like you're really productive in the morning and then towards the afternoon it's just kind of like oh and then you know towards the night um, a little bit more of a spike so I thought I was kind of the only one who experienced life that way and I guess it was nice to see that a lot of people like have have that kind of mindset when they're uh, working throughout the day. Yeah, I really like the statistics of it just because you realize you're like not the only one. And also it's really interesting like classifying yourself as like like a morning person or a night person. Because like you know like those like personality types? I felt like I was doing that throughout the book. I was like, yes. oh, <laughs> like I'm definitely a night person. That's me. And I and then like it tells you like what each morning or night person or middle person like should do during the day. And I, I felt like that was like very personalized advice for like every different kind of per, uh, people. We could have our users fi- or our listeners, not our users. We could have our listeners find out what they are. So he describes like three different things. I'm sure you've heard of like early bird and night owls. And then he describes something called like a third bird, which is where you like fall in between an early bird and your night owl and it determines your productivity. So what he does, if you don't know what you are or think you might be something different than you actually are, is he t- asks you to think about like a day off, like nothing to do, what you would do during that kind of day where you have like no responsibilities. So he asks you, what time do you usually go to sleep? What time would you wake up? And then you find the middle of those two times and that determines where you are. So if the middle of those two times is somewhere between like 12 a.m. and 3 a.m., you're an early bird. Somewhere between like 3.30 and 5.30, you're a third bird. And then somewhere between 5.30 and noon, you would be a night owl. Huh. Yes. I I thought that was very interesting how... um Again, this the statistics that we can question ourselves and first at the very beginning and determine, okay, are we what we thought we were mm-hmm. as far as am I an early bird yeah. uh, or do I am I most productive in the evening and then apply some of the tips and tricks that he has throughout the book. Any other favorite tips or tricks that he says as far as? One that resonated with me is he has a whole section about the best time to exercise based on your goals, based on if you want to, want to lose weight, the best way to do it is like to get up and do it first thing in the morning. And that's kind of almost independent of what kind of bird you are. And then there's times like for building strength or just for being the most productive or getting the most out of your workout. And I thought that was really interesting because I feel like I work out at a different time every day. And the way he was describing it, I was like, oh, yeah, like I do feel stronger when I go at like this time on Mondays versus like later in the evening on the next day. So, yeah, that's great. And, you know, we kind of jumped right into the book and yeah. given our impressions. What about just a, a summary, a, more of a summary of what he is discussing? Ooh, it's hard mm-hmm. to sum it up in one sentence. Um, I think for me, what I would say is this is a book to understand that like perfect timing isn't um, for like the same for everyone. And to me, I think the scientific secret was like realizing that different people have different ideal like timings and schedules based on uh, your goals. And like Raina said before, like the three different types of birds like that you may be um, can affect that. And so this is just really exploring how and, and why you may function better a certain way. And I think um, it encourages you to, to go for that, not to just like, you know, try to fit yourself in maybe a nine to five schedule that uh, doesn't work for you if, you know, you have the opportunity to not do nine to five. Mm-hmm. It definitely labels productivity as like a spectrum. 
which I really liked because I always thought like I had to be like a morning bird or I had to be mm-hmm. a late bird. Like, like the fact that um, the person always made sure like there was a spectrum of like different ways you could be productive was really helpful. The name of the book is When, and I think it's like when you can be most productive is what I got out of it. And, and I like it because, you know, we're talking about how it's a tool for each of us, which I like. I also felt like it helped me understand others, right? So if mm-hmm. I'm saying, oh, I'm an early bird, uh, it gives some insights of maybe working with the night owls or the transition uh, phase there. Did, did you all see that too? Yeah, I think it kind of definitely helped me understand others, but more like myself too. I feel like especially when I'm here and like the days are so long and so busy. And he describes kind of like a bimodal peak of productivity that's kind of universal for everyone. It just kind of shifts depending on what kind of bird you are, where you start with a peak in the morning, a trough in the afternoon, and a recovery late at night. And that kind of shifts forward or back what kind of bird you are. And I think I really get stuck sometimes in the afternoons. And I'm like, I have so much work and I just have like no energy to do it. And I think it's kind of taught me to be like more forgiving with myself. Like, okay, maybe that means it's time for a break. He talks about how breaks are so beneficial and like short, frequent breaks are more productive than one like really long break. And I think that it's definitely helps me already like with the studying, getting everything done. And I think, yeah, it can definitely help me understand others as well. One of, I thought the interesting thing too in in that with the breaks, uh, taking even farther was the nap. He was giving like the ideal, like the The 20 minutes. You're supposed to drink a caffeine or coffee right before you go to the nap. Chug it. Chug it. Yeah. (laughs) So it wakes you up because it's a 20, there's an optimal nap. I have not tried that yet. I I will say I'm not a nap. I had experimented with this myself (laughs) during like my freshman year. um, I, what I did is I took like um, increments of naps. So like I took 15 for a week, then I took 20 for a week, then I took 25. And for me, at least, it was like 30 minutes with like a coffee right before. And then when I wake up, I feel like I just woke up out of like a like 24-hour nap. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, That's so good. Yeah. I've been sticking with that since. <laughs> so you take it one nap every day? No, no, no. Like just like when I'm really tired, oh, if yeah. I ever need to like... You know, take a nap. That's what I always do. 30 minute nap with a coffee before. I love that you yeah. did such a, a scientific experiment. To figure <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. I had like a fitness watch and everything tracking my sleep. <laughs> yeah. And like my because like everyone's REM cycles are also different. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing I did with sleep. Like if I ever if I was a little short on time, I would make sure like I know my cycles well so I could maximize like how while I slept. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. I'm going to have to try the coffee yeah. nap. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What about last things about the book? Last impressions? Would you recommend it to other students? Yeah, absolutely. I think, like I just said earlier, like it's already made a big difference in my studying habits and my productivity and like the amount of things I get done in the same or less amount of time. So I think it's an interesting read, even if you're like, oh, I've got my life figured out. There's a lot of tips and tricks to how to maximize your schedule and your timing that fits you the best. And I think that even if you are working like a really hard nine to five or you have classes all day, there's still a lot of little tips in there that can make a big difference. So I would definitely recommend it. And it's a fun read. He's pretty funny. He's good. I enjoy his books. Yeah, I would recommend it too. I think especially with like college classes, a lot of courses have the same course at different times. And so like if you don't have to take an 830 a.m., like don't take it, especially if you're not a morning bird. Um, I think for me, I've realized that I work better like in the morning. And so um, I started to take like more 10 a.m. classes because freshman year, I used to have like 445 or like lab, like six to nine. Um, and it was just really late. And I always was so exhausted. And I wonder if, you know, this was maybe part of the reason why. So I think this definitely is going to help me like in the future when I have the freedom to like plan my day. Yeah, I would really recommend the book purely because um, 
even if you feel like you know everything like about yourself, just being able to classify it is really helpful. So maybe you could even like help other people um, and knowing like how to describe your workflow and like what you do to make yourself productive. You, you could see like different ways to optimize it. So I really enjoyed it. I'll definitely be using a lot of the things I learned in the book. That's great. So if you get a chance, when the scientific secrets of perfect timing by Daniel Pink, and it's really it's a quick read, a couple yeah. a couple quick hours yeah. or audio. Um, so that's our recommendation for this this semester or this summer. If you <laughs> need to, get we don't have the timing now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Learn about timing later. <laughs> and we've got a great uh, couple episodes coming your way. So listen um, to us, and thank you for joining us. This Engineering Life is brought to you and supported by the Pratt School of Engineering at Duke University. A special thanks to all of our interviewees for sharing their experiences. Our senior producer is Dr. Rebecca Simmons. Our editors are Priya Juarez, Raina Verbensky, and Richard Kim. Our theme music is from Silverman Sound, Audio Audics, and Kevin McLeod. Be sure to check back in two weeks when we'll be talking about engineering SLGs, or selective living groups, and Greek life on campus. You can find this episode and more resources online at thisengineeringlife.com. I'm Priya. I'm Raina. I'm Richard. And I'm Sydney. And this has been This Engineering Life. See you again soon.